step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. You're listening to the best of Morning Drive with Dietrich and White. An on-demand audio presentation of RedPeachSports.com and ESPN977.com. Now here's today's show. North Louisiana. What up? How goes it? Aaron Dietrich here in the Caldwell Banker Group One Realty Studio in beautiful West Monroe alongside from the Washita Citizen, Jake Martin. Good morning, Mr. Martin. Oh, man. You know, I hate to say I told you so, Aaron, <laughs> but I told you so. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. Doing well. Uh, plenty to discuss over the next two hours. Obviously, uh, Jake, for some reason, wants to gloat over here. But you can join us on the Darren Moody State Farm hotline slash text line 888-993-7762. Find out how to save money on home and auto insurance by stopping by and visiting with Darren on 18th Street in Monroe. we got a lot of different subjects to touch on today, a lot of different storylines. This is Top Ten Thursday, though, and we certainly need to start with that. Yeah, um, well, I'll go ahead and tell you why I said what I said. Of course, I'm referencing Urban Meyer and the way he completely mishandled Big Ten Media Days, which I guess was a good thing because if he actually was knowledgeable about this, and you have, we haven't fully connected the dots yet, but I think most of us can. Um, if that were the case, then he deserves to – um, I guess, get what he's deserved, which is being placed on uh, paid administrative leave. Uh, some would say he deserves a lot more, and we'll see whether or not that plays out as the investigation yep. now begins or continues with Ohio State. Of course, if Urban Meyer knew, should he be fired instantly? I say certainly does. We've got plenty of uh, comments, and, of course, uh, we're going to break this down for you as well as we can do. Yeah, we're going to devote a whole segment to this, though. So, Put pause on the on the urban situation. We'll come right back to it. But we certainly want to hear uh, your comments and uh, how you feel about the situation that continues to fold up there in Ohio State. A lot of different uh, angles to this story. We'd love to hear from you at 888-993-7762. As I said, it is Top Ten Thursday. Speaking of a realm of expertise, we're trying to break down today the top ten teams of all time in Northeast Louisiana high school football or at least, say, in the last 30 years. Mm -hmm. And this was a a huge endeavor. This was a little bit more difficult, perhaps, than just ranking the top ten movies, sports movies of all time. Yeah, yeah. You don't say. Because, look, man, there's not a lot of information about these older teams. Somebody like me, I need that. Yes. Uh, Quite frankly, for me also, because, you know, I wasn't here in 1990 for the Rustin Squad or from the 98 uh, West Monroe Rebels, and of course, that's where majority of the debate's going to center around right. which one of those squads deserves to be number one. But some of you were, so yeah. let us know which team was better, the '90 Rustin team or the '98 West Monroe team. We would love to hear from you. I'll say this, Aaron. You know, I, I a lot of the stuff was from word of mouth that I got, as well as you know, forums online. 
A lot of people love that 1990 Ruston team. Yep. I saw a lot of people say that that was the greatest team they ever saw. They certainly won a mythical national championship. The same can be said for the 98 West Monroe squad. Also, you can throw in the 2000, and 2000 West Monroe Rebels squad that beat four state champions on their way to a perfect year. The best thing about this is you kind of break this down, the, the older teams, and then you kind of come through the last you know, 15, 20 years. There have yeah. been some pretty darn good teams uh, some of Mickey McCarty's squads, of course, over on Forsyth. And then you look back at Bastrop and some of the teams that they fielded. And then just the teams that kind of tug at your heart heartstrings. The the Union squad, of course, the Farmers winning that state championship in 2013. And who can forget Sterlington in that magical run? Yeah, no doubt. Um, it's so tough to rank, man. But, um, you know, when you, you ultimately have to compare resumes. And I think the 90 Ruston team and the 98 West Monroe, as well as you can throw 2,000 West Monroe in there too. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, those resumes are really tough to beat. So we'll go into that uh, later in the show on Top 10 Thursday, the best high school football teams in Northeast Louisiana over the course of the last 30 years. We do have some headlines. We did have plenty of news yesterday. And we do start uh, out at ULM. We'll get to this call here in a second. Chuck, hold on for just a second. Uh, out at ULM, the Dixie Majors do take care of business, or the Monroe Majors take care of business at the Dixie World Series as they win a championship. They take care of business versus Texas 10-6 to in the first game of the day. Yeah, uh, Trevor Rugg had a solo shot. They actually trailed for the first time in this tournament. They were down one to nothing. Trevor Rugg comes up, hits, hits a solo shot, they tie it, and then they score, uh, I believe it was uh, six runs in the, in the second inning. Or it might have been, I think it was seven. They scored seven runs. So they, they go up uh, seven to one, and, you know, it was, it was all gravy after that. Luke Honeycutt got the win on the mound. Uh, great victory for Monroe Majors, and it was also really special to chat with uh, Jay Culver after the fact because he was very emotional about that win. We'll get into that in a second, but uh, we'll go immediately to the Darren Moody State Farm Hotline. Chuck joins us. What's on your mind, Chuck? Uh, good morning, you two. Uh I'm calling to, to uh, what you're uh, discussing. Uh, I remember the 1990 Ruston High team. I was in high school then. I'm a 1993 graduate of St. Frederick High School. Nice. And uh, I was a sophomore then I'm, uh, when they beat uh, Catholic High for the state championship. Yeah, they went undefeated. They, they were loaded that year. Uh, you had uh, one, uh, one Malcolm, a running back, mm -hmm. uh, may rest in peace. Uh, had Brad Laird, a quarterback. Uh, Rodney Young at safety played at LSU. Uh, and they had some, they had a bunch of greens that played on the team, and uh, they were just, they were just loaded that year. I remember that that team in, uh, you know, in '89, Washtenaw won. Yeah. Um, that was that was a great team too, uh, with Glenn Ellis and Connery Wilson and, and, and many others. Had Toby Price and, and just I can go across and just name them. But uh, they when they with uh, Brother Martin, but uh, yeah. then Ruston won the next season, and then they when they beat they just mopped the field with our Catholic High that year. Yeah, Chuck. Good insight. Uh, so, do you vote for uh, Rustin then as the best team? Oh, you know what? I, I, I you know, my coming through that era, I uh, saw Rustin kick children load up. I put them up there. Uh, yeah, they went on to see they were ranked nationally that year as well in USA Today. Mm -hmm. All right, bud. Appreciate the call. Thanks for listening. All right, you all take care. Yeah, I got a text here from FS saying the 1989 Washtenaw Lions went 13 and one and destroyed. Brother Martin, 35-7 to in that title game. Glenn Ellis, I believe, in that game. He only threw it seven times. I think he completed six of those. 
with uh, three of those uh, going to touchdowns to Connie Ray Wilson. And Quint says, don't forget the Hainesville teams and yeah. Jonesboro Hodge was back-to-back champions in the late 80s. Mm. 888-993-7762. Keep the text coming. Top 10 Thursday, the best team in Northeast Louisiana history in the last 30 years. You now look at the Dixie Majors squad or Dixie Majors World Series and, of course, this Monroe squad. They've had some good teams throughout the years, but it's been a while since they've won a championship, and now they can say they did. Afterwards, we caught up with Jay Culver, and let's just say Jay gets a little emotional discussing this team and this victory. Uh, definitely a good feeling. We had a great group of guys, and uh, they just worked hard all year long. It's a, uh, you know, a lot of the guys in the past have built this, and these guys just carried it on through, and like you said, got over the hump, and. Uh, like we've talked about, you know, we, we didn't have quite the guys we had in the past, but like I said, uh, these guys in the past have built this and these guys continue to carry it on and continue to work and get through it and, and get us this win. It, it was a fun day. Getting all choked up just because of everything you've gone through and in combination with these kids? Uh, it's hard every summer because uh, everyone leaves and uh, we get new faces, and uh, some of these guys, they're not playing anymore. And uh, it's just good to see it in like this. Uh, I'm usually choked up after a loss, but uh, I hate to do it on camera, but, you know, it's part of it. I, like I said, these guys are all close to me. Um, I spend more time with them, you know, uh, more than my family during the summer. And uh, just hats off to them, man. Great job. Good stuff from Jay Culver. He will actually join us live around 8.30 or so. We'll try to make him cry again. <laughs> I don't know if we'll be successful today, <laughs> but uh, that's good. So you, Gary says there's no crying in baseball. <laughs> well, you know, the band's been through a lot, yeah. and I think that was very cool to see because, again, we've said it time and time throughout the week. This isn't his most talented team, mm -hmm. but this group got it done. There's something special about a group that just – puts it together at the end and just grinds out victories. And it really, they blew out most of their competition. Mm -hmm. Still a number of uh, stars on this squad, including uh, former Louisiana Tech uh, pitcher Luke Honeycutt. He gets to start from Monroe, gets him off to a good start. Well, actually, they dig a little bit of a hole there down one to nothing. He was sailing along. He did run into a little bit of problems, but he ultimately – he does get the win, and we talked to him afterwards just about the connection with the other West Washita teammates and then building with and, and bonding with other stars from around Northeast Louisiana. That's, just, that's something that's going to stick with me forever. Uh, playing, I pretty much played with all these guys and playing against some of these guys, you know, coming together as a team. Um, you've always been either rivals or you've played together. So when you come together, I think it makes the strongest bond you can have. Um, and playing with these West Washtenaw guys one last time, uh, it's, it's going to be great. It's I'm something I'm going to remember forever. How'd you, how were you guys able to do it, all come together? And then obviously Coach said you weren't the most talented team of all time from Monroe, but ultimately you guys were the champ. I think it was all about consistency. Uh, we really gelled as a team from the beginning of the summer. Uh, day in, day out, we were there practicing or midweek games and stuff like that, and I think it all came together right when it needed to. So I think consistency held us together the whole time. Congratulations to the Monroe Majors. They are your Dixie World Series champs. Just across the street, it felt like it was literally 10 to 15 degrees cooler at Warhawk or Malone Stadium than yeah. it was at Warhawk Field. I don't know what it was, 
Dude, but, it was so hot. I yeah, the baseball field. And that was the big talking about point out at ULM as they held their first practice was the fact that they caught a break. It was pretty uh, nice out there mm-hmm. for being uh, the first of August for their first practice of the year. And could you sense a difference? Could you sense it out there? Were you looking around just yeah, thinking? Well, name recognition is a big thing. Yeah. And I could also, you know, the eyeball test will fail you a lot of times. But they just, it just looked like there was so many more playmakers out there. Yeah. Or maybe it's just because you've seen these guys for a year or two now. I think there's something to be said about that. I've I've been out at practice before where you're just looking at guys going, this is a little different than, than last time I was out here. Um, but, yeah, I, I think the fact that the name recognition does help. You saw, you've seen these guys in real live action. You've seen what they've, they can do. So it's easy to get excited about watching these guys practice and anticipating what they'll do in an actual game. Caught up with uh, Coach Vietor uh, after practice, and we discussed his impressions of the first day of practice. I thought it was great. Really good energy. Uh, guys moved around. Obviously, the weather helped. It's about as good as it gets for August right here. But uh, – Really good. I mean, I thought everybody moved around and practice was right on time, what we wanted, the tempo, the speed and stuff, so really excited. Retaining stuff from the spring through the summer to the fall. Pretty pleased with it? Very pleased. I mean, we've been working at it, obviously worked at it in the in the summer, took advantage of the opportunity the NCAA gives us to meet with them in the summer. So, you know, we I think we got the young guys indoctrinated pretty good. So we're so far, everybody is ahead of what you used to be. I, I think having been able to have that meeting time in the summer with them. Goals for the next week. What are you hoping to implement this week? A lot of the uh, first week is a lot of installation and install and stuff. So that kind of dominates, you know, at least the first seven, eight practices where you know you're 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 heavily installing every day. And then so hopefully we can you know, we can retain that, get a little better with that each day, heading into the first scrimmage. And after that, it becomes just more of just practice and stuff after everything's in. But um, that's just these first days. Take advantage of it when you have on shorts because you can't hit anyway. So. You know, it's a, a lot of install. Matt Viator after practice number one. Bulldogs hit the practice field tomorrow. Skip Holtz will hold a press conference today at 4 o'clock to break down what he's anticipating over the next couple of weeks. Grambling, they will uh, start their drills a little later in the week, I believe, on Saturday, Saturday night. A couple other headlines. We are your home for the Houston Astros. They take care of business versus Seattle 8-3. to The Strohs score four in the fifth to get some separation from the Mariners. They now have a five-game lead in that division. Dallas Keuchel gets the victory on the mound. That is why we are your home for the Houston Astros. Can't find that information anywhere else. Well, truthfully, you can. (laughs) It's called a box score. Don't tell them that. (laughs) Hey, two quick uh, headlines I wanted to mention. It does appear this Tiger versus Phil matchup is going to happen. Mm-hmm. You're not all in. It, it's no, well, no, no, no. I'm all in on the actual matchup. I'm not in on the timing. $10 million, winner takes all. I'm intrigued. Look, I want to see some of this. But it's going to be Thanksgiving weekend, yeah. which means you're going to be competing with football. And actually, Aaron, if it's on a Friday, how much of it are you going to get to see? None. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I don't love the timing. So when multimillionaires are playing for $10 million, that adds something to it, or is it just the fact that it's Tiger versus Lefty? It's, it's Tiger versus Lefty. Phil says it's a ridiculous amount of money. No matter how much money you have, this amount will take both of us out of our comfort zone. <laughs> well, yeah, no, that's true. I, I, you know, I know they're multi-millionaires, <laughs> but $10 million. 
but you got to think they're going to make up some of it with the sponsors and everything else, right? Well, I ain't worried about them losing money. On I'm not this worried deal. about them either. I'm just saying, like, if you're one of them, you got to think, well, at the end of the day, how much will we actually lose? Uh, and then last week, of course, we did Top Ten Thursday, Top Ten Sports Movies of All Time, and the listeners decided that Sandlot was the, the Sandlot, winner. yeah. So is there any connection now that the news came out that there's going to be a prequel to the Sandlot? Well, the people heard you, uh, the studio did, and yeah. so they said, "Let's Hollywood is listening. Let's go ahead and uh, green light this this prequel." Which, by the way, I hate prequels. Why are you doing a prequel on the Sandlot? <laughs> Leave the classics alone. It's all part of the starting lineup. Brought to you by Louisiana Pain Care. The starting lineup. Are you crying? Are you crying? Starting lineup. Are you crying? The starting lineup. There's no crying. Let's get to the starting lineup. Since we are your home for the Houston Astros, we got to have somebody on that's actually employed by the Astros. Or that actually knows about what the Astros are doing. <laughs> Sometimes that helps. Yeah. Dusty Thibodeau will join us at 745. And Jay Culver will put a wrap on this uh, Dixie Worlds series. He, the head coach of the Monroe Majors, the champs, will join us at 830. Obviously, we're going to get a lot into this Urban Meyer situation and also Top Ten Thursday. We need you to weigh in. Best high school football team over the course of the last 30 years in Northeast Louisiana. Yeah, we're going to get into Urban next. We're going to dive deep into it, cover all grounds. Uh, also, later on, Ed Orgeron met with the Rotary Club yesterday. Yeah. He told us a lot of information that we did not know about. So we got to hit on a couple of key notes that he, he gave us in yesterday's little conference. Is he coming to Northeast Louisiana soon? No. There's Rotary so. Clubs up here. Yeah, but I think he's more comfortable down south, apparently. 888-993-7762, the morning drive on Sports Talk 97.7 is back after this. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing with Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whatever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, we'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream. Live to drive. Whether you have a sports or an orthopedic injury, nagging low back or neck pain, work-related injury, or even vertigo, get the care and treatment you need at Legacy Outpatient Therapy Services. LOTS has been a reliable health care provider for Ruston and the surrounding communities for over 15 years. Give Chase Patterson and his team of skilled therapists a call at 318-255-9601 or visit our website at LegacyRehab.net. LOTS official partner of Louisiana Tech Athletics and your home for trusted therapy solutions powered by Legacy Rehabilitation. Family Counseling Center in Ruston. Comprehensive caring counseling for our community. My wife and I, uh, we were struggling there for a little while so we, we went through this program and it, the program was geared toward um, strengthening family bonds and it was very helpful for us. Call Family Counseling Center 255-5753. I learned not only to be a better husband, but a better father to my children. We still have our challenges, like I said, but we have our resources in place. Uh, and those challenges never become overwhelming anymore. When we deal with them, we, we have the tools that we need to, to deal with them. 
Family Counseling Center, a ministry of Louisiana United Methodist Children and Family Services in partnership with the Lincoln Health Foundation. So it's just a matter of, of asking for that help and not being ashamed to say, hey, you know, there's something something not quite right here. It's amazing what they can do. So life is good. Call for a confidential appointment, 255-5753. Let's get back to the sports on the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston. All right, let's dive into. You don't want to read Delario's text? Okay. Oh, because I'm the text reader now. Yeah. Yeah. That in that what you're supposed to take over those duties. Right. You do a better job. All right. Delario says, "Gotta say, the 2006." John Curtis team is the best overall. I played them in the quarterfinals. Nine players signed D1 scholarship on defense. Joe McKnight had seven touches, scored three touchdowns. I go back to those days when uh, John Curtis, of course, was squaring off Neville, and you think about Mickey McCarty and his overall resume and what it would look like if he did not square off against John Curtis in three consecutive years and three consecutive semifinals. Of course, John Curtis coming up here and squashing Neville's dreams. There was one of those matchups. It may have been the last one in two, three. I think it was four. It may have been five. Or it might have been four, where uh, Neville was actually leading in the last uh, four or five minutes of that ball game. Tony White had an electrifying run, and then, of course, John Curtis came back and scored late to beat him. And all I remember is uh, John Curtis uh, wrapping his arms around Tony White at midfield and saying, hey, kid, you're something special. Do something with this talent. Hmm. Very classy move. It was yeah. it was electrifying atmospheres every year that John Curtis, of course, came up here and squared off against Neville. Luckily for us, we're just ranking the Northeast Louisiana portion yeah. for the last 30 years. That's top 10 Thursday today. But, yes, uh, John Curtis would have several teams uh, on the list, no doubt, if we're doing the entire state. First of all, the facts and just the story with Ohio State and Urban Meyer. The university has placed the head coach on paid administrative leave while he investigates whether he was previously aware of domestic violence allegations against former assistant coach Zach Smith. They did put out a statement yesterday. Supposedly it came from Urban Meyer. The statement reads, uh, We agree that being on leave during this inquiry, inquiry will facilitate its completion. This allows the team to conduct training camp with minimal distraction. I look forward to the resolution of this matter. That is Urban Meyer. All right, let's dive into this. All right, so let's kind of backtrack a little bit. So the story, which was broken by Brett McMurphy, uh, it has text messages from Shelly, who is Urban's wife, with Courtney Smith, who was uh, allegedly uh, assaulted by her ex-husband. Uh, and basically, Shelly was asking Courtney about how she's handling everything with Zach Smith. So Urban pled dumb about this story at Big Ten Media Days. Remember, we came on here, we had a little discussion about that, saying that um, his quote was, once again, there's nothing, once again, there's nothing. I don't know who creates a story like this, Urban Meyer. McMurphy might have taken this personally because he dives deeper, and he provides the huge story yesterday that it almost proves otherwise. There's no real connection. It proves that his wife knew it. Now, whether or not she divulged this information to him, that's up to us to assume or, or connect the dots. Now, 
I find it hard to believe that she wouldn't tell him. I find it hard to believe that every assistant coach's wife would know. All right, let's start there him. just with that uh, relationship, of course, with Urban and his wife. And no one knows but in relation to this uh, situation with the Smiths, but Urban Myers said, and he said it, of course, at the Big Ten Media Days, dating back to 2009 when that couple had some uh, marriage issues. At Florida, Both yeah. of them, of course, Urban and his wife, were part of a – you know the support program or, or they were close ca- counseling them yeah. as they move forward they were close with zach and courtney and so if they were counseling them back in 2009 when they were going through those issues isn't it safe to assume then at 2015 when a situation like this arises and of course urban meyer's wife is going back and forth with courtney smith then urban meyer's Wife would go ahead and tell Urban, hey, this is what's going on. You would think so. And let me read these texts real quick. So this is from Shelly. She says, I am with you. A lot of women stay hoping it will get better. I don't blame you, but just want you to be safe. Do you have a restraining order? He scares me. And then Courtney fires back saying, restraining orders don't do anything in Ohio. I tried to get protection order, which is what started this whole investigation. And that should go through soon. Finally, it's hard because you have to prove immediate danger. Legal system is tough. Basically, you have to prove he will kill you to get protection order. And then Shelly comes back and says, geez, even with the pics, didn't law enforcement come to your place ever? So she herself saw the pics, according to this text conversation. All right, so if you're looking at this, Aaron, I believe we've kind of uncovered most of it. Reasons as to why Urban didn't fire him initially. He's an idiot. And And then he thinks he's above everybody else. Higher than that. I think it goes a little bit deeper than that, too, because Zach Smith, he's the grandson of former Ohio State coach Earl Bruce. And Earl Bruce is. I don't care who he is. I'm just telling you, Earl Bruce is close to Urban Meyer, or was close. He he died in April. So you have a situation like this playing out in your own backyard, and you're dealing with this situation over the course of how many years now, but then Urban Meyer can still go on radio shows across the country, and then he can just bash either college Winston. basketball program yeah. or you know Florida State, and he can say, if you lie, you should be fired. That was last year he said that. Yeah, he said that last year. And also, in 2013, after the Jameis Winston incident, talking about the, the crab legs, he said it would have been hard for me to keep him on his team. It was already hypocritical of him to say that to begin with because he's the one who kept Janoris Jenkins around as long as he did. Mm-hmm. Janoris Jenkins came out and said, you know, when Will Muschamp took the job and kicked him off the team, he said, if Urban was still coach, I would still be on the team. Yeah. So it was already hypocritical of him. The odds that his wife did not tell him. Slim. Highly unlikely. I mean, come on. Something big like Slimmer that. Slimmer than Southern Miss Listen, beating Louisiana Tech we're last both, year. We're both, <laughs> we're both married. Yeah. If something like that, something big happens with a couple that yeah. you and your wife know, your wife is telling you. Mm-hmm. Your wife has to get it off her chest. Yes. There's no way she's not telling yes. you at some point. And you've had a relationship with this couple for literally. And he's talked about Shelly being a big part yeah. of the of, of him coaching, about how she, she offers advice and, and helps out with other things. There's Urban no Meyer way. carries himself like this. He's smarter than you. Maybe he thinks he's untouchable. So We're going to find out if he's untouchable now. Now, this is what I want to get to real quick. Will he be fired? I think 
You know, for those saying there's no way he survives this, dude, I can see an outcome where he does. I His can wife it. falls on the sword, takes full responsibility, and says, nope, I didn't tell Urban Meyer any of this. Yes, because at the end of the day— She's fired from the university. And at the end of the day, Aaron, if there's no proof, he lied to the media. He didn't lie to the NCAA. You know, a lot of people are connecting this to Jim Trestle saying, oh, that's just tattoos. Well, Jim Trestle lied to the NCAA. To our knowledge, Urban hasn't lied to the NCAA yet. So, really, it's a bad look. And, yes, Ohio State would take an incredible uh, amount of, um, you know, bad uh, public relations for it. But at the end of the day, he's top tier. He's with Nick Saban as far as coaches. And Ohio State does not want to fire him. They don't. Any other coach in the country besides they're Nick gone. Saban, they're fired. They're gone. But Urban is right there, right below Nick. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong in saying mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Saying Nick is one, Urban's two? So because you have the top, one of the top two coaches in the country, you don't want to fire him. You want to find a way out of this. Mm-hmm. And if you can find a way for Shelley to fall on the sword, I think that they can keep his job. Now, we'll see. If, so, if more information comes out, which I think it will because there has to be a text message somewhere that links to Urban. And the other thing, of course, is that uh, Courtney Smith had a lot of other discussions and other text messages with other uh, assistant coaches' wives. Yeah. And, of course, you think that leads back to at least to those assistant coaches. And then they go to Urban Meyer and have some sort of discussion. Hey, we continue to have a problem on this staff. I said it before any of this came out that there's no way he didn't know. And I fully believed at the time that – they checked that police department. They saw that there were no records, and so he felt confident saying that's a made-up story. And then the police department goes, oh, wait, we found it. Here it is right here. Uh, Michael says, oh, no, sad situation all around. There's no way Meyer doesn't know something's going on or at least has suspicions that he needs to dig further. We go to uh, Larry on the Darren Moody State Farm Hotline. What's on your mind, Larry? How are you doing this morning? I'm good, guys. How about y'all? Fantastic. Well, I've been listening to this conversation since yesterday, whenever all this first broke. Uh And uh, just like you guys, I've been married for 30 years. And I promise you, if something like that was to happen and it was communicated to my wife, my wife coming to me, probably texting me before I ever get home. (laughs) And everybody, everybody, and he knows it, that he's lying. Everybody knows he's lying. All of his coaching staff knew it. Their wives knew it. Mm-hmm. And 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 I'm kind of both ways. I mean, yeah, he's a great coach. But, you know, great coaches are held to a higher standard. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, if it was me and I was the uh, university president, I would fire him just simply mm-hmm. because the college collegiate programs has gotten to the point to where that they ignore and they dissipate all of this stuff for the sake of winning and for the sake of money for the university. And that's exactly the reason why we are in the world we are in today, because you're not teaching these kids that whenever you do something immoral and unethical, that there's no, there's no consequences to it. Mm-hmm. And whenever you let these high-profile guys like him and, and uh, Nick Saban and all these other guys, when y'all let them have a pass, not y'all particularly, but I'm just saying in general, that's what happens whenever you have other players and, and players continue down the same road. And, I mean, it's, it's really gotten to be a problem. Uh, and, and the thing about it is, is 
you really get to think about it. How many coaches in the college profession that has done and went through this same identical thing, and the only reason that makes them different from, from Urban Meyer is that they ain't got caught yet. Mm. Because I, we've always heard it, that in college football, if you ain't winning, you ain't cheating. <laughs> and it's just a matter of when you get caught and, and how you get caught. But, uh, but you know, you know who's to know? Uh, we all know without a shadow of a doubt that he knew what was going on and why he didn't come out. And there's no doubt that in his contract that he signed uh, that y'all read earlier uh, or that some, I think the earlier show read it out, mm-hmm. about his clause of moral and ethical standards. I mean, you can't make it any more clear than that. Uh, and if these guys that's making these millions and millions and millions of dollars to teach these young kids the moral and ethical standards that's going to get them through life. If they can't do that, then they don't have the right to be in the position they are to, to have that profile and to make that kind of money to have that kind of a life. And that's, that's my view on it. So we'll, we'll listen to y'all guys. I appreciate it. Larry, fantastic. In fact, that may have been one of the best calls we've had in the last year. Yeah, good stuff, Larry. And by the way, that clause says, Individuals must report incident within five work days of becoming aware of such information. Hmm. We got uh, more angles to this story to dive into. We will do so after the break. You can continue to weigh in at 888-993-7762. We're back after the break. No sales tax on back-to-school clothes. This special offer good two days only and only at J&H Boots and Jeans West Monroe. This Friday and Saturday, you pay no sales tax. Not just back-to-school, but everything in the store, because J&H pays it for you. No state tax, no local tax, no tax at all. J&H is stocked up for back-to-school now, and this Friday and Saturday, we'll pay the sales taxes. Don't miss it. This Friday and Saturday only. J&H Boots and Jeans, Highway 80 West Monroe. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing. With Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whenever you want. At Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, we'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream. Live to drive. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. Hi, I'm David Griffin, linebacker for your ULM Warhawks. Tickets for the upcoming 2018 season are now on sale. Come experience the best on the bayou. Tailgate in the Grove and cheer on your Warhawks. We look forward to seeing you in Malone Stadium this fall. Come help us defend the nest. For ULM football season ticket information, call 318-342-HAWK or visit ULMWarhawks.com. Local Sports Talk is on the air on the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston. 
Welcome back to the show, Aaron and Jake, hanging out here in the Caldwell Banker Group One Realty Studio in West Monroe. We continue to discuss the situation that unfolds up in Ohio State as Urban Meyer is on administrative leave. Wouldn't you love to be a flyer on that wall as this, these discussions are made? How do we handle this situation from here on out? And, of course, the investigation in how this all played out and what Urban knew or did not know. Oh, man. Uh, got some text to go to. Doc says his health problems are going to resurface. Yeah. He deaf knew. By the way, so you know those Nike shirts that come out? They're like uh, athletes. Uh, it's like Bones Jones nose. Yeah. There's a shirt that says Urban Meyer nose. Yeah. I think those might uh, pick up in sales. Uh, Gary says, do you think we need to tell the assistant coaches that smashing your phone doesn't get rid of the text? Just ask Hillary. <laughs> get some burner phones. Uh, Larry had a good point about coaches, of course, getting on their high pedal stool and, and continue to preach the kids to do the right thing. Yeah. Do not lie. And then, of course, yeah, but Urban Meyer, and if this plays out where he actually knew, and I think all of us pretty much assumed that he did, what does this say? And then a lot of people are going to go back to Urban Meyer and his track record at Ohio State and then at Florida and, of course, the kids and the trouble that the Gators got into under his watch. I look at it like this. and The number is at Florida, 31 players arrested over the course of six years. But a lot of those are just knucklehead kids. This is a guy that you knew that was on your staff, you employed, and you gave this unbelievable opportunity to coach at Ohio State yeah. and then also to, to mentor these student athletes at Ohio State you gave them the him the pass to do it, and you continue to let him do it after you had all this dirt on him, allegedly. I don't care if he's good at breaking down film. I don't care if he's good at teaching schemes. If he's not a quality individual, I don't want him coaching young athletes. That's the bottom line. That should have been Urban's mindset the whole time. And John from Calhoun says, the one thing that isn't discussed, the wife's credibility and character yes. Odd, this is three years old and only hearing at divorce time. Yes. If anything, Shelly, I mean, Shelly's going to, if she does fall on the sword, if anything, she should have been pressing Urban to do something. I mean, she should have been. If, if she didn't tell him, that's that's awful. I don't believe she didn't tell him. I, I believe she did tell him. Let's get back to John's uh, comment there, just in, and it ties in with uh, Courtney Smith and, of course, her allegations against her husband, this is the clip from Stadium, correct? Yeah, Stadium has this sit-down interview with Courtney. Here's a, a two-minute clip of Courtney uh, talking about what happened and some of the conversations she had with people tied to Ohio State. I was scared. I did tell my parents. I told his parents as well. Um, I remember specifically texting pictures to my mom, my dad, his dad, like, begging for help like this has to stop this isn't normal I can't do this anymore and I was told don't call the police if you call the police he's going to get arrested it's going to go to the media he's going to lose his job what are you and the kids going to do and anyone who's been abused you you really do think you can change them you think well if I do something different he'll change and it's not it's not the case they don't change so to be clear, none of the coaches' wives knew about the physical abuse? At that time, they did not. Um, in 2015, I came forward with it. I told Shelly. I sent her some pictures. I spoke to her on the phone. Um, and that was because at that point, we were legally separated. And it, enough is enough. If, I'm, if I leave the marriage, I'm hoping this is going to stop. This has to stop. Shelly, she said she wanted, she was going to have to tell Urban. She was going to have to tell Urban. 
I said, that's fine. You know, you should tell Irvin this. We can't have somebody like this coaching young men. Did she ever come back to you and tell you that she did tell Irvin? She did not. Um, she did not. She would uh, reach out to me, mm -hmm. ask me how I'm doing, tell me she was worried, you know, that if I needed anything, she was there. When somebody is crying out for help, I believe the coach, along with the coach's wife, has, have a duty. They have a duty to do something to help. Instead of worrying about winning games, or instead of worrying about who his mentor is and who his family is, and trying to protect that, somebody's safety and safety of their children and that the environment that they're in needs to be more important. Courtesy of Stadium. Yeah, and the details of it too. If you read, if you read about it, like he was choking her against the wall with her, in front of their daughter. Mm -hmm. Like, as a man, forget everything else. As a man, if you hear about this, I don't care if you have a relationship with that person. It should enrage you. Okay? And I know you, you're trying to figure out what's what, what's real, what's not. But I'm going to press that person. I mean, I'm really going to press that person. And if, if it continues to have incidents where the cops are called, maybe charges Let's go aren't there. Filed. What role do the police have in this? And, and, and what extent did they investigate this and then carry it out? And then also, was that the pressure of Ohio State and the football program? Yeah, that's tough to answer. Yeah, I'm, I think it was a rhetorical question. Yeah, but, I mean, those yeah. are all things that Ohio State has now got to look into. And, of course, also that oh, police department. 100% they have to look into mm -hmm. it. They are looking into it. Um, yeah, it's it's – but I'm telling you, I've never – actually dealt with a situation like this like i don't have a family member or a friend that's I hope you never do i hope i never do as well but i'm just telling you it's it's natural instinct i think as a man when you hear that a woman got hit i mean it's either as tim said cowboys parking lot or you're reporting it right it's probably cowboys parking lot you're probably handling it yourself but still come on all right, another angle of this story, of course, uh, how it broke with uh, Brett Murphy. We find this a little bit fascinating just because, you know, he's unemployed. Well, he, he gets laid off by ESPN. He's still getting paid by ESPN. Yeah, good for you, He had Brett. the connection, of course, with ESPN and college football. So Brett McMurphy literally breaks this on his Facebook page. <laughs> this is kind of where the world is going. Well, Look, this this is all on ESPN. This tells you how much they care about college football. He's discredited by Urban Meyer at the Big Ten Media Days. He breaks the story. So Jake literally tells me about it yesterday morning. I was out and about actually at ULM practice and West Monroe practice running around. So the first place I go to see, hey, what's all the news about with Urban Meyer? Not listed on ESPN's front page. In fact, it takes ESPN literally three and a half hours to get this story up. Not only that, Aaron, but I was watching the talk shows on ESPN to see if they talked about it. PTI had it like as their fifth subject. Yeah. That should have led the show. Yes. When I saw that as the fifth subject, I was like, guys, come on. I know Urban worked for ESPN. Yeah. So they trying to protect Urban Meyer, or is it the fact that it's uh, a former One reporter? Report. I say former, he's still getting paid. And then if you're in Brett McMurphy's shoes, then do you say, all right, well, I will go on an ESPN program or two. He goes on Scott Van Pelt. I think he was on Get Up this morning. I guess you still have to go on those, even though you're going to carry a huge grudge against the company. 
you're still promoting your own brand now. Yes. You know? So my Facebook page. My Facebook page. Which I liked it yesterday. <laughs> I'll be getting more updates from him. I followed him on Twitter, but uh yeah, now I'm on following on both of them. Don't you hate it when a news organization does things like this because they didn't break the story then they try to downplay it or don't make it as relevant those first couple hours or that day. And then all of a sudden they know, oh, we got a situation here. On the flip side, people would say, well, they were kind of going through it all. But, you know, it was Brett McMurphy reporting. You got it. It's still on your payroll. True, but you still got to fact check it. You got to have your own guys look into it. And, and now they're jumping on the bandwagon. Story, hey, Brett, you might come in on our show now. <laughs> you might getting some airtime. This story should have been on the radar, though, just because of everything on Big Ten Media Days. You should have already been digging. Well, maybe because they got rid of all their solid and very good uh, journalists. Their yeah. guys aren't able to dig up these stories. Well, now. they got them doing other things. Yeah. Not college football, apparently. They got screaming A, yelling at the TV. Hey, good for that, though. Yeah. At least we've got uh, some really good debates on TV. You can continue to weigh in at 888-993-7762. We're going to talk a little baseball coming up next. Uh, Major League Baseball with our Houston Astros. That's coming up after the break. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. Portico in Monroe is back. New owners Joey Trepay, Roy Arthur, and Lindsey Levitt invite you to come experience it for yourself this football season. They'll have eight brand new 65-inch TVs, great for college football on Saturday and then NFL action on Sunday. They'll have a new full menu, including pizza, wings, and loaded nachos. Lunch specials every single day, Monday through Friday, plus brunch on Sunday. Come experience Portico for yourself at 2230 Tower Drive in Monroe. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing with Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whatever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. We'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream, live to drive. Grab another cup of coffee and keep tuned to the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston. Before we get to our next guest, we need to tie up a couple of, clue, a couple of loose ends. Uh, Larry weighs in, says Zach Smith should have been fired, Urban Meyer's integrity. And character at stake, Urban Meyer definitely should have went to Smith on a professional level as a head coach and personal level as a friend and let him go. We'll continue to weigh in on that in the 8 o'clock hour. Also, we're looking for the top high school football team in the last 30 years in Northeast Louisiana. It is Top 10 Thursday. We'll have our list, or at least my list. I don't think Jake's going to partake. Are you partaking? I'll, uh, I'll let you run this show. 
We'll have that in the 8 o'clock hour, 888-993-7762. But as we've told you over the course of the last two, two and a half months, Jake, we are your home for the Houston Astros, or that's what we're claiming to be. The listeners decided that the Astros is the team that we should be covering on a daily basis, so we have been. But who to better hear from than a guy that's actually employed by the Astros with ties to Northeast Louisiana, that being Dusty Thibodeau. Dusty, how you doing, my friend? Good, Dietrich. How you been? Good. Uh, you got to have a little bit more excitement, man. How about these Astros, man? The fact you got a, what, a five, five-and-a-half game lead in the division? Feeling good about the squad right now at 69-41 and 41 overall? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely good. Uh, getting two of three over the Mariners, so that gives you a little bit more distance over them. Uh, five games right now, and, you know, really just trying to enjoy this uh, off day today before the World Series rematch this weekend at Los Angeles. Really just need a little bit of uh, time to heal right now with Altuve, Correa, and Springer all uh, out of the lineup here these last few days. Um, You you know, it's a long season. There's going to be the peaks and valleys, but you really just need some time right now to heal and try to get three of your big parts uh, back in the lineup. You did a lot of work with the Warhawk Report and other things out at ULM. Then, of course, a couple years ago you made your way down to Houston. What is that fancy title that you have with the Astros now? Uh, recently promoted, so now it is uh, manager of IT operations, so taking care of all the IT infrastructure, the networking, the internet, telephony security, and really any and everything else that they throw at me. Wow, sounds like a great gig. So does that mean that your office is in Minute Maid Park? I overlook left field and uh, can see a little bit of the pitcher's mound from my office, but uh, mostly left field, center field, right field. Does that view ever get old? Not at all, except for when the roof's closed, then it's not as good of a view. Yeah. Uh, that park, was it open in uh, 2000, 2001? 2000. Started construction in 97. Uh, it took that long to uh, kind of renovate things and, and keep the historical uh, Union Station, where our offices actually are, just across the way from the stadium, attached to it, but just right outside of the proper stadium. Um, and it's... Uh, it's one of the best ballparks, you know. I mean, I've traveled around. I think, obviously, Fenway, to me, is, is still a pretty cool place with its historic uh, area. Obviously, as a Cubs fan, you got to love Wrigley. But uh, the ability to have the best of both worlds, where it's an indoor-outdoor stadium, you, you can't beat Minute Maid Park. It's held up pretty well over the course of the last 18 years, I take it. Yeah, it has. Uh, we've, we've made some uh, different renovations, center field, where they added more premium seating. Also added Torchy's Tacos, one of the, the great places. I know it's not there in northeast Louisiana, which is all the more reason, Aaron, you got to come down and try some uh, Torchy's Tacos there with me. Shake Shack, one of the better burgers that I've had outside of Joey's in the Fieldhouse um, and Melvin's, you know, the good places that I miss from back home. But, uh, you know, it's a good place, a great fan experience, always a lot of happy faces, especially uh, these past few years when we've been uh, able to bring home a World Series title. Uh, Dusty, I got one other question about Minute Maid Park. You've been all over that place and have probably sat in a majority of seats. We got a number of listeners that go down there and, of course, check out a ball game or two. What do you believe it might be an underrated seat in that ballpark that people need to look into? Um, I, I think one of the better seats is actually the standing room only, either down Home Run Alley, where you obviously have a chance if uh, some, somebody can get the a good home run ball there to you uh it's a pretty good view that's uh, going to be left center field and then also the mezzanine level which is in right field the double decker 
the second story up there. It's a pretty good view from uh, the right field side and, uh, you know, an area that I really like to go stand and uh, catch the game when I can. All right, the rise of Alex Bregman, the former LSU slugger. You certainly watched it up close and personal. What's it like watching his name get out there and, of course, being come on the, the, the elites in the game? Yeah, I mean, his debut uh, last season was one that was really just highly, highly anticipated, or, or two seasons ago, I guess. Um, I remember his first game. He comes up, uh, you know, bases loaded in – is about two feet away from kind of going down in uh, infamy there of hitting a grand slam in his debut. But really, I think the biggest name he's made for himself has been on the defensive side. In no way did anybody really think that uh, glove at third base was going to be where he really made his name. But he's made some plays that I think guys in their whole career wait for uh, and, and still don't get a chance to make those some of those throws and some of those catches that he's made. He's just a phenomenal player, uh, a great guy. Obviously, I had to play in the home run derby. I think he should have advanced. Kyle Schwarber had to have the extra time to get that 15th home run. But, you know, he, he's a guy that's really developed into one of the stars of this lineup. Dusty, you look at this team right now, and you, you break down their chances to win it again. The strength, where would it start? Definitely the starters. I mean, uh, when, when you have kind of that all-star lineup there, pitching with Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander, Keichel, Morton, Lance McCullers, and then you could even dip into the bullpen and go with uh, Colin McHugh, bringing him out as a, as a starter. It doesn't get much better than that. I mean, I, I can't think of another team in the majors that really has that much depth at the starting role, and we've seen that, which has been a little frustrating even during the losing streaks or anything like that where the starters have had no hitters, one hitters, going into the sixth, seventh inning, and then the bullpen kind of falters which is why you saw some uh, roster moves there uh, this year before the trade deadline to try to strengthen that bullpen for a postseason run. What concerns you the most? I think what concerns me the most right now is uh, just the inconsistency of that bullpen. There's been a couple times where the bullpen's been just completely lights out and picks up right where the starters go. And then other times that uh, they feel like they're just leaving balls that are flat and other teams are taking advantage of it. So, if you don't have a solid pitching staff, you're not going to really be able to put yourself in that position to advance uh, in the postseason and to uh, try to repeat and win it all. From a guy that's in the day-to-day business of how Major League Baseball works, is the game in a good spot right now? Um, I think so. I think there's obviously a lot of concerns about the free agency market and how the players' union and ownership of the various teams are really starting to start having a little bit of contention between them over uh, salaries. And, you know, you didn't really see those big signings or high-dollar contracts this offseason just because the ownership is kind of tired of, you know, Bobby Benilla Day where he gets his million dollars for it seems like the rest of his life. Um, I think those days are kind of behind us, and players aren't wanting to give up that money or those contracts, but the ownership just sees that it's not good for the business side of it. So it'll be interesting to kind of see how that plays out. But I think other than that, I think we're in pretty good shape. Um, I know there's been some talk that I've read online about Robert Manford, the commissioner of baseball, talking about expanding. I don't know if that's really the best move. If uh, 
you know, that's right for the sport. But obviously, they do all the marketing research and know what's good for the business. So that would be an interesting take to see how that plays out. I'm always curious with the football season, of course, getting ready to kick off. And, of course, uh, uh, in a football craze state like Texas, how does it change the dynamics now with the Texans and, of course, college football getting underway? You know, you're going to have your diehard sports fans that uh, give up baseball to go to a football game, whether it be college or professional. Same thing as when the Rockets start. But for the most part, you you don't really see too much of a uh, peak and valley when it comes to that. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, every pro sports team does have its fair weather fans. So, you know, if, if we were not as good as we are right now, I think you would see maybe a drop because people would move on to the Texans in hopes that, you know, they're the winner that they're pursuing. But especially right now, I, I, we don't really see the peaks and valleys of uh, football season kicking off. I know the season and the year can be a, a grind. Your love affair with baseball, stronger now than ever, now with your, new, or your job with the Astros? Uh, I, I, I definitely find myself watching probably 130, 140 games a year. Um, you look at it differently once you're on the inside where, you know, I, I, I find myself walking around other stadiums, other venues, and not necessarily partaking and watching the game, but checking out the business side of things, checking out their infrastructure, checking out how do they do this that maybe we could be doing to make our lives a little bit better and enhance the fan experience. But it, it, it definitely changes your whole perspective on the game once you're on the inside. How often do you wear the ring? Not very often, actually. I've, I've, I've worn it four or five times. Uh, you know, probably we'll, we'll make a debut in northeast Louisiana with it uh, for homecoming this year. And, uh, nice. You know, it, it's, it's just as big as advertised, and uh, everyone else sees it pretty cool. I just see a, do- a big bag of money on my hand that uh you know it makes me a little nervous <laughs> dusty as always we appreciate the time uh, we look forward to seeing you in the fall but all right thank you all very much you bet dusty thibodeau from the houston astros are houston astros are houston astros it's good stuff finally some uh some some good information on astros i'll give you two minutes uh we'll get into it more in the eight o'clock hour you got an opportunity to hear a majority of uh, Coach O's speech at the Rotary Club. Uh, the thing that stood out the most to you. Okay. Uh, Rotary Club down in Baton Rouge or New Orleans? I think it was New Orleans. Okay. Um, golly, there were a lot of good things. I think the thing that people might be most interested in is he met with the New Orleans Saints coaching staff. The Saints um, invited them. Uh, they were able to meet with them and learn some things about what the Saints do offensively, and he's trying to take some of those things and uh, and use it for LSU. That's just one of the tidbits that he shared. He he did offer up a lot of tidbits and a lot of uh, one thing that maybe not a lot of people care about is, but but I thought was interesting. He straight up said Jacob Phillips won the st- starting inside linebacker job next to Devin White, which he was battling out Tyler Taylor. If you'll remember last year, both guys played it as freshmen, but Tyler Taylor played more because he understood the the game more he picked it up quicker now jacob phillips has kind of picked it up as much and phillips there's so much more upside with him he he said uh ed orgeron was quoted as saying he plays like tarzan he's gonna be a beast i'm telling you uh the best part of it of course uh, someone stands up and asks a miami question yeah it was a miami student actually asked him 
what are they going to do when they take on the mighty Miami Hurricanes? An amazing team, right? Something. An amazing team, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you want to go ahead and play the clip? Oh, we have the clip. We do have. The clip. Hey, you took the wrong turn on that interstate, boy. Hey, you know, I got a nice little fishing hole down there in Louisiana. And my buddy's going to take you fishing this afternoon. They're going to give you that. Next question. Pretty oh, good. oh. Yeah. Good stuff. Stick still plays well. He's Hey, look, he can charm a room. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Until you start one and three. Mm. Seven o'clock hour in the books. You can weigh in at 888-993-7762. It's the Darren Moody State Farm Hotline slash text line. Find out how to save money on home and auto insurance by stopping by and visiting with Darren on 18th Street in Monroe. Glad to have them on board. Let's take a timeout. Coming up next, let's dive into this. We need some help, or certainly Jake does. Top 10 Thursday. Top 10 high school football teams in Northeast Louisiana over the course of the last 30 years. Your opportunity to weigh in. It's our opportunity to upset a lot of fan bases. 888-993-7762. We're back after this. Thanks for listening to the best of the morning drive with Dietrich and White. To listen live every day, tune in at ESPN977.com or subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.